What's happening, hardscapers? This is episode 17 of the How to Hardscape podcast, where we talk to you about how you can start and grow your hardscaping business. And this week, we are taking the chance to just talk to you about things we've learned about in this past couple of weeks. We attended Landscape Ontario Congress, where we got to see new products coming to the market and just new things in general that we want to talk about, as well as the Landscape Hardscape Business Success Summit brought on by Frank Bork who we had on the show a few weeks back and we just want to talk about a few little takeaways that we got from that conference as well as the Landscape Ontario Congress. So without further ado here is our episode. So Landscape Ontario Congress is a show that's put on each year at the beginning of the year. It's just a massive area showcase center that has everything from equipment tools products software everything that you could imagine underneath one roof and uh, lots of great information in general there was a couple of products that really stood out to me that i'm really interested in implementing in 2020 uh, before we get into those two products I want to talk about a couple of different things that did stand out to me. Uh, one, the Gatorbase booth was awesome. Uh, great show put on by those guys to see the, uh, you know, the marketing video that they put together. And just talking about a, this synthetic base that you can use to improve your efficiency. And uh, once you have this synthetic base down, not only is the installation going to improve your efficiency, but also it's quicker it's easier to put down and then the efficiency of you know being able to clear off the area once that gator base is down clearing off that area of snow uh, will help in increase uh, your season length as well as you know once it's down you can walk on it you can stage pavers on it just incredible things that you can do with the synthetic base that we are excited about using and continuing to use in our business and if you haven't already done so checking that out the guys over at mquip that we've also had on the show before uh incredible vacuum lift equipment and if you are lifting natural stone wet cast products they have that little mini gravel unit that's really cool to be using in your business as well as vacuum lift uh, backpack lifters for pavers and just things that you can use for steps to hook up to your machinery. Um, incredible stuff by over there at uh, MQIP. And then different GPS tracking systems, if that's something that you're interested in hooking up to ensure that your equipment's not going to get stolen. Uh, you, if you can install it in your machines and you get a notification when your machine turns on. So if it's late at night in your yard and somebody turns on your, your piece of machinery, you get a not notification right away. Uh, other things like tracking your kilometers, uh, where your equipment's going, and just tracking that to improve your efficiency is a, is a really interesting concept with those GPS tracking systems. Now, uh, two products that really stood out to me, one I'd already heard about moving into this show, uh, was Easy Joint, which is a, is a joint material that can be swept in even when it's raining. In fact, you, you sweep it in with the rain. You don't need to compact it or consolidate it. I believe the rain just, or the water that's installed with it gets it to the bottom of the joint. But a really fascinating material to use, especially in in rainier seasons, whether that's the beginning of the spring or into the fall. 
And uh, being able to just wrap up that job without having to wait for that 24 hours of sunlight, uh, not experiencing the washout and, and stress. I'm sure we've all have experienced that stress that you're on poly sand install day and you see some clouds overhead and you're wondering if it's going to be rain, if that forecast was correct and just rushing to get that done. But this stuff, uh, really fascinating stuff to be using in your job sites, especially if you're installing it on an open graded system. It, it allows water to go right through it. Pretty incredible setup that I saw there uh, with Great North Hardscapes that they had a, a bowl made out of it and water running through it and the water is just going, passing right through that material. So permeable, let's water pass through it and uh, pretty incredible stuff to be able to wrap up a job if you need to wrap it up and to move on to the next one. So that's definitely a material that we are going to be looking at installing in the coming season as well as easy click base is the other one and this is a synthetic base much like gator base but it's rated for vehicular traffic whereas gator base is for walkways patios things like that this is actually a uh, synthetic base that is looks really heavy duty and is rated for vehicular traffic so driveways you can do with this and much like other synthetic bases, you're working with that only one inch of bedding material and then the synthetic base on top of that and then the inter the interlock on top of that synthetic base. So pretty incredible stuff, of course, with a fabric separated underneath all of that, that you can now do a driveway without having to excavate a massive amount of material. Uh, you are able to do it with just that one inch of bedding material, the easy click base, base depth, which is uh, off the top of my head, maybe an inch, inch and a half. I don't quite know exactly the height of that. And then the, the interlock on top of that uh, 80 mil material. So incredibly limits the amount that you're going to have to invest in in disposing of the material in excavating the material so it's definitely something that we're going to look into in the 2020 season to see if we can install some some uh, jobs with this easy click base moving forward and those are definitely the two products that really stood out to me at the show of course other manufacturers are showcasing their new products that they are coming out with pretty cool to see the different ideas that are coming out with retaining walls with building a kitchen uh, island uh, with just panels uh, these you know sheets of metal uh, racks and then you slot you're sliding panels on top of it or through it uh, new garden bed bench retaining wall products that are massive uh, concrete slabs basically put on end and joined together with different clips on the inside. I, I'm not going to get too into what the different concrete manufacturers are, are putting out there this year with their products. Maybe we'll do different shows with the different manufacturers if that's what people are interested in. And plus, this is a definitely much more visual thing to see rather than me to explain it to you over a podcast. But definitely check out what these new manufacturers are coming out with in 2020 and see if that's something that you can design into your products in this coming year. If you were at the show or if you were at any other show that has showcased 
new products coming into 2020. We'd love to hear what products really stood out to you, what things that you're going to look forward to in 2020 to implement into your business. We're always looking at what's coming out, what's new, and what can we use to improve our efficiency on our job sites. So we'd love to hear about what you're going to be implementing in 2020. And I want to turn this conversation towards the Landscape and Hardscape Business Success Summit that Frank Bork put on. It uh, was pretty incredible to see the three different days that he put together of different speakers on different subjects and the different value that all of these speakers brought to the industry and for our business moving forward. Some really great episodes, some really great interviews put on by Frank Bork there. Uh, Some highlights that I really want to get through to taking it from getting leads into your business. Uh, There was a Facebook ads interview based seminar there uh, talking about using Facebook ads in your business to bring leads in and really Facebook uh, ads has really helped our business when we especially when we're first starting besides you know gaining that traction to get that word of mouth business coming in get uh, setting up Facebook ads was incredibly important to our business and you know, using the right targeting and making sure you're targeting your your work area and, you know, using the right creative, the, the photo, the video, the wording and testing, testing, testing was so important to our business and creating these leads that are automatically coming in as we pay, uh, you know, a certain amount to get in front of a certain amount of people just Facebook ads is just so powerful and so many people will say that people aren't on Facebook anymore, but your demographic is likely on Facebook if you are a hardscaper. Uh, sure, the kids are not on on Facebook anymore, so but you're not, you know, you're not advertising to a 15 to 20 year old. You want those those homeowners that are perhaps in their in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and that's the demographic that is still fairly active on Facebook that are still on Facebook. And that's what makes Facebook ads so important to especially starting your business, getting leads into your business, and definitely something that you're going to want to look forward to uh, moving forward because the ads are only going to get more expensive. It's a marketplace you're bidding on getting in front of a certain demographic. So the ads are going to get more expensive. So get on that right away. We're actually going to have a blog post on that very shortly and a podcast episode to go along with that. We will actually be having a marketing-based series of podcasts coming out. And Facebook ads will be one of those that you're going to want to look forward to and to implement in your business, especially when the season kicks off to get some of those leads into your business. Another really interesting way of drumming a business, uh, which I've actually used in the past when I first started my business, was just networking and collaborating with other contractors. Uh, I'm sure you've passed out your business cards to contractors, but doing so intentionally, uh, somebody talked about on an interview with Frank Bork, seeing another truck, not necessarily a competitor, but another contractor who they thought 
would be able to send them some business and contacting that person because they saw the truck in their work area and said, hey, I think we should know each other. I think we should send work to each other. Here's here's my business and here's how you can get in contact with me. And it really brought in some leads to his business. We've done so before and we've actually written a blog post about this before on how to hardscape.com about, you know, using this to collaborate to network with other contractors we've we intentionally reached out to every single asphalt business owner when we first started because a lot of these companies want to have interlock going up the shoulder of the driveway or they need the front entrance repaired of a uh, of interlock or the customer wants a front entrance of interlock done before the asphalt goes in or curbing anything like this that an asphalt company may not offer we contacted every single asphalt company and we told them about the services we offered and we said hey we can do this if you're if a customer comes in and you know they they want their front entrance done redone we're here we're definitely taking on work and that led to a lot of leads coming in it kept us busy for that first or second year of business and really helped that word of mouth spread so definitely implement this into your business if you're just starting out or if you're looking to get to partner with some with some different companies to complement the services that they offer to bring in more uh, more leads to your business to really expand what your business can offer which brings me to my next uh point which is identifying the services that your business you want your business to offer and whether that's services that you want to subtract in 2020 or services that you want to add in 2020. Maybe you looked back at your numbers and you looked at a service that you offer and you said, hey, we barely made any money on this or the money that we made just wasn't worth the time that we've invested into this service. And we've interviewed hardscapers on this podcast that will be released in the future that have looked at their business and said, hey, why are we do- still doing lawn care? Uh, it's it's cost us so many hours to be invested into it, and it's just not the most profitable end of our business. Let's sell this part of our business off. Let's, not, let's stop doing it anymore. It just isn't worth the time that we're investing into it. So really evaluating the, the time, the profit that you're making on each of the services that you offer is incredibly important to your business, as well as continuously expanding the services that you offer in your business to improve your profit. We are going to be featuring a lot of great companies in the future of this podcast. And we've already featured a, a couple others, uh, warming trends in, in specific. We're going to be featuring a lighting company, other companies that are going to come on and talk to you about how you can expand the services that you offer your clients, customers, so that you can improve your profit. You're already there. You're already installing a patio. Why not install some lighting, some uh, gas fire feature? You know, this is going to really improve your profit and it's not that difficult to learn how to do. And it's, it's we're gonna introduce ways that you can sell this to your customer, to your clients in order to improve your bottom line. So 
definitely something interesting that you know we heard on the landscape business success summit that we're also going to be diving into on the podcast to really help you in in expanding the services that you offer while also improving your profits other other strategic things including you know creating a plan for your business and creating a mission statement goals and and sales goals marketing goals all these different goals that you can implement in your business to really rally your employees behind to say, Hey, this is what we stand for in our company, in our business. This is the goal for this year or this quarter. This is our sales goal. This is our marketing goal to really rally your employees to reach these different goals, to reach these different milestones. As much as it is your business and you are the business owner, uh, really creating a goal that your employees can can rally around that they're trying to achieve with you is really important in creating this culture within your company that you know you're trying to achieve something together you're trying to do something together and uh, that is bigger than just one single person so definitely something really interesting in, in talking about employee engagement and culture employees really need to know when you're hiring an employee, they really need to know uh, these different goals that you can set for them to help them succeed. The labor market is really, it's really tough to find those specific people to come in that are going to really thrive in your business. And you want to set those expectations right away, whether you hire them and you set those expectations or you have them in a job interview and you know, you, you let them know, Hey, this is how you're going to succeed at our business. This is how you're going to come in here. Uh, this is what it looks like success in our business. These are the new skills and talents you're going to learn from us in this business when you take on this role. And this is your career trajectory. This is what you, it's going to look like in one year, five years, 10 years in our business and in your career, that's going to really help you stand out, whether it means that, you know, you're going to move on from us or we want you to stay here and we want you to grow in our business and become the best that you can be. This is what we want you to achieve in our business if we hire you. And then you're really explaining to them what they're going to get from you and from your business because this is definitely a, a labor market. They definitely have a choice of where they can go. Uh, it, labor is definitely a shortage in this industry. So you definitely want to stand out and prove to them that you are the business that they can definitely succeed in to grow in. And, you know, they're going to get the most out of their time in your business. Uh, and, you know, finding these these people for the business is extremely extremely important and you want to be sure that you're retaining these employees and you are holding on to them you know getting into culture uh and first retention employee retention just investing in the tools for your business to make sure that your employees are going to want to work for you Quite specifically, we talked about vacuum lift systems on the podcast and Jeremy Morales of Morales Landscaping, he talked about the Unilift, the Unilift product vacuum lift system by Unilock and how he implemented it in his business. And 
We've had Ray Rodenberg on the show talking about this and how it really helps to retain your employees once you have this in, in your business because your employees are going to go home happier, less exhausted, and they're not going to want to move on to a company and leave your company to go work somewhere where the, this this machine is not in the business, where they're going to be handling the, the, uh, the product by hand, going back to where they were from the beginning. You know, the, uh, the investing in your business, investing in the tools for your business is so import- important in that employee retention, basically. And, you know, when it comes to hiring, uh, some some takeaways from that business success success summit would be avoiding these mistakes, uh, advertising, looking for experience because you're basically telling your these hirees and limiting the people that you can hire that you know you don't have the training systems implemented in your business to get them to the level that that they should be at or that you want them at or that they want them at. You're basically advertising that you don't have a training system implemented implemented failure to build an avatar for your for your employees that you want to come in to work on you now an avatar is what is that what does that ideal employee look like uh coming into your business who are they what do they look like what are they interested in and not only building that avatar for your employees so you know who you're looking for exactly but also for your clients for your customer building a customer avatar what is their age what are they interested in? What do they have? All of this will help you to really narrow down who that person is that you want to hire you uh, or for you to hire them to be an employee in your business. Creating a customer avatar as well as an employee avatar will really help you to narrow in your focus about who you are going for. And that brings me to employee acquisition and treating it as a marketing uh, purchase. So you are marketing to these different employees to come into your business and constantly marketing to try to bring in the most qualified and building the most qualified people to operate in your business. So marketing your business to potential employees was really, really interesting. And it's also going to make options for your business moving forward that you have this list of people that you could definitely hire into your business at any given point in time. And, you know, a failure to adapt automation in your business. And, you know, whether that looks like systems in hiring and, you know, getting these these people into the uh, into your job sites that they're comfortable with doing what they're doing, creating automation, creating systems in your business is so important. And we're going to get really deep into that in the podcast in in future episodes. We're not going to get too deep into that right here. But, you know, creating these systems that really onboards employees, uh, trains them and then gets them into the job sites where they're comfortable. You know, if you just hire somebody, you tell them to meet you at at the job site and they have no prior training, they don't know anything about a job site is not only going to be uh, not good for that employee's comfortability on the job site and you your employee retention is going to drop, but it's also not going to be safe. It's not going to be safe for them to be on the job site, not just for them, but for the people around them as well. So, you know, creating these these systems for training, onboarding, as well as in your business to really systematize your business 
so that you can take a step back and focus on more important things rather than different things that you can just systematize in your business. Which brings me to two things that you can systematize. One being sales and the other being the numbers side of your business. So starting with sales, pre-qualifying, creating a pre-qualifying process for you and your business. Matt from Hardscape Auto had a really good episode with us where he talked about his pre-qualifying and how his how his website does that for him. His his website takes the customer through the process of what is their budget? Do they understand that a front walkway might look like this and it might cost them this? So really just narrowing down those customers that are contacting them so that they understand I'm interested in a front walkway. I know that Matt from Hard Hardscape Ottawa is offering front walkways that look like this. And this is a projected budget of what they should assume a uh, front walkway is going to look like for them. And if they don't have a budget for that, then maybe Matt's not the type of person that they should be hiring. Uh, so he's pre-qualifying them on the website. He doesn't have to do that. The website does that for him. And he's getting in leads to his website through search engine optimization, getting his website at the top rankings of Google which we just posted a, a massive article on how you can do that for your business at howtohardscape.com and different ways from sending leads through ads to the website so that all these customers are pre-qualifying themselves and then contacting you so that when somebody contacts you, you know they're already pre-qualified. You can call them up and set a schedule, set a time, uh, do some additional pre-qualifying and they're good to go. So you're not wasting your time with other customers that are just not suited for you in your business. Some other really interesting that things that came out of the summit was uh, a couple of things. Customer, when a customer contacts you about hardscaping, they're already in a good mindset. It's likely not an emergency, something that needs to be done right away. If it's an outdoor living space that they're hiring you for, they're already in a good mindset. So use that to your advantage. You know, they're, they're happy about spending money and investing into their property, a living space that's going to be, uh, you know, used for them for many, many years down the road. So you've already got them in a good mindset and you need to continue that good mindset in your sales process without turning them off to you. It's not an emergency thing that they're hiring you for. It's not something like the, you know, plumbing that needs to be done immediately. It's, it's something that they're in a good mindset about that you can use to your advantage in that sales process. When you're consulting with them, some interesting questions that you could ask them, ask them, am I the first estimate that has come out? Am I the first person that is providing you with an estimate? Are you getting more estimates? So just asking your, your potential customer, you know, uh, what are they, who, who are they talking to? Who are they asking? And the last question that you could really ask them at the end, what are you looking to hear from them that you have not heard from me? So if they're getting other estimates, which they likely are, and we actually tell our customers that they should definitely get other estimates and uh, and some things that they should be asking those people when they come out that that we have told them about, you know, asking them if they're getting more estimates and then asking them, hey, what are some things that you didn't hear from me that you're going to be asking them to help you to help, you know, ease them into, hey, Maybe you didn't hear this from me. Maybe I forgot to mention it, 
But here it is. Here is what I forgot to mention that you really wanted me to, to hear from me. Because sometimes they're not going to be comfortable about bringing up everything unless you open the door for them to bring it up. So really interesting questions that you can ask. And then last but not least, but creating a system that helps you manage a budget and helps you send out estimates is uh, important because estimating is such a large part of our uh, business owner process that we're meeting with customers and then we're getting out an estimate as soon as possible. Creating a system around this uh, is so important in efficiency in managing your time because your time is, is so limited as a business owner, especially when you're a business operator as well and you're out there in the field, your time is so limited. And we we put this off in our business for so long to do, to create a system where we just are able to, we know our numbers right away, and we just click, 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 add some numbers about the job size, and we know how much we should be charging for that job size. So, so knowing, you know, the overhead, knowing the uh, labor rates that you're charging and knowing the material costs and just putting all your hours in and get getting a number that you know you have your overhead recovery rate you have you have everything covered in that number and you know you're charging the right amount to that customer is so important and we put this off in our business when we first started again and again and again and I ended up just, you know, calculating numbers in my head, closing my eyes and thinking, okay, this part of the job is going to take me this amount of hours. This part of the job is going to take me this amount of hours. Doing ca calculations again and again, the same calculations on a piece of paper and then getting that number and sending it off and not really knowing exactly what that meant to my business because I didn't have a control of my numbers until finally I created a spreadsheet and I've refined that spreadsheet again and again, year after year to 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 get to a point where this spreadsheet is really an amazing part of my business in uh, saving my time, being more efficient with my time, but also knowing that my I'm recovering all these different expenses that are in my business. Um, this spreadsheet we're actually going to be offering to you guys as a one-time fee. It's not like a monthly software that we are going to be charging monthly. It's a one-time fee. It's a spreadsheet that we use in our business that you can implement and customize into your business. Uh, you can definitely go over to our Facebook page to check that out. We're going to be putting up a video about how we use it in our business, what it is exactly. Uh, definitely check that out if that's something you're interested in. It's definitely more towards... A business that isn't interested at this point in time in investing a monthly uh, fee software into their business because they can get really expensive, but wants to create a budget, wants to know their overhead, wants to know how much they should be charging per job to recover that overhead, knowing they're all their employees, what they're making and in, in the hours that are being built into that job. Uh, it is a really powerful spreadsheet. So if you're interested in that, go over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash how to hardscape and, and take a look at that video. We'll try to put that on our Instagram as well at how to hardscape, but we'll also be putting in uh, a lot of different articles on our website about overhead, about production rates, about, you know, all these different numbers based things. Uh, so those will be free on the website, but the spreadsheet will be a one-time fee thing. And like I said, th this is a spreadsheet that's more tuned for those businesses that do not want to invest in a monthly software. 
just trying to add our value into this industry and to help you out as much as we can with this spreadsheet and to focus on a certain audience again with this spreadsheet definitely check it out if that interests you and if not if you are ready to invest in a monthly software LMN is an incredible software uh, they offer a free budgeting tool with their software before you even have to pay for anything uh, we've used it in, a pa in the past but now we use our spreadsheet we uh, like to use our spreadsheet because it transfers over into every estimate that we send out um LMN, you're paying for your estimates, uh, that monthly fee to get those estimates out there. So it didn't make sense for us to invest in that specific tool monthly as while also having the spreadsheets. So definitely two different audiences there and, uh, check that out if that interests you. So basically we created this episode to let you know what we're thinking about moving forward into 2020 with our business and with how to hardscape, but especially the different topics that we're definitely going to be covering in the how to hardscape podcast moving forward. So just a, a little taste of some things that we're going to be releasing in the future, different guests we're going to have on the show talking about these different subjects. So we're always open to hearing from you about different subjects that you want to hear about on the show definitely reach out to us on our socials at how to hardscape everywhere or contact us at contact at how to hardscape.com go to our website how to hardscape.com for more articles different things that you can look at in your business uh again thank you for listening to today's podcast episode uh we really appreciate you just tuning in listening to the podcast from start to finish and you know listening to what we're trying to do with this podcast to bring you as much value as we possibly can with each episode we'd love it if you'd subscribe left left us a rating or review thank you to those that have already done so on their favorite podcasting app we see them we love them thank you so much for doing so it really helps us get this podcast out there into more people's ears allows us to get more guests on the show attracted to this podcast because of the traction that we have behind it again thank you so much and we look forward to meeting with you next week on the how to hardscape podcast